Welcome to the Neuropathy Support Group and Podcast. I'm Chris, and I'm so glad you tuned in. It's my hope with this podcast to help all of us gather information that might help those that need support dealing with this debilitating issue. Hello, and welcome to this podcast. Before we get started, let's get the formalities out of the way with the medical and privacy disclaimer. I am not a doctor or medical professional. The information on this podcast is from personal experiences and is meant for group support. Additionally, the information discussed is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any underlying conditions associated with neuropathy. All names here within are private and will not be shared with any outside sources. Please consult your healthcare provider before making any health decisions. If you have medical concerns or an immediate emergency, please contact your doctor or dial 911. Well, how's everyone doing this fine Monday morning? I just wanted to say thank you for being part of this podcast. And also thank you for being part of my blog. I hope the blog's helping you out in some ways. I'll make improvements as we go along, but I just wanted to let you know that it's there for your usage. Um, There's some good things on there, I thought, and... There's some white noises where you can listen to the ocean or, you know, hear birds. And that kind of relaxes you a little bit. I know it helps me sometimes when I use it. My health's not doing very good. Uh, since everyone should know now that I pulled, or I actually tore, on both sides of my knee. So that's why, and plus there's a big chunk in there of something, which they didn't know what it was, but... That's why I have so much pain at this time. I bought me a knee brace, and that seems to help because I don't hyperextend my leg. And I'm able to walk just a little bit more, but last night I could not get to bed. My restless leg syndrome was just, it was so much in pain I was, and it just didn't help. Any of my pain meds, any uh, medication for restless leg just didn't work. And I didn't get to bed like until 3 in the morning. And it's probably because I was just so exhausted. But, uh, man, get tired of living with these things that we got to live with. But it's part of our lives now. And we just need to move on, carry on, and just put that aside and not think about it as much as we can, which is very hard. Any type of neuropathy can be very hard for any of us. And there's so many different types out there. Today I want to talk about holistic, and we're only going to talk about that today. I know I've done other episodes where I talked about like four or five different things, but today we're just going to concentrate on just that one uh, topic there today. Now, when I was uh, scanning over my the different Facebook pages that I belong to, that's what came up was this word holistic, and somebody wanted to know. You know, what is the meaning or what does that help with or, you know, those kind of things. So that's what we're going to get into here. So what does holistic mean? It means relating to or concerned with complex symptoms rather than with individual parts. Holistic medicine attempts to treat both the mind and the body. So let's look at the big picture. The whole is greater than the sum of its parts expresses the essence of holism 
a term coined by great South African journal and statesman Jan Smuts in 1926. Hollowism generally opposes the Western tendency toward analysis, the breaking down of, whole, of holes into parts, sometimes the point that you can see the forest for the trees. Hollowism is an important concept in the sciences and social sciences, and especially in medicine. Hololistic medicine tries to treat the whole person rather than focusing too narrowly on single symptoms. It emphasizes the connections between the mind and the body, and it avoids the overuse of drugs and has borrowed such practices from Eastern traditions as ac acupuncture and yoda. So that part that I just read right now came from the Webster Dictionary. So that's where we're just trying to get the definition of what the product or what that is. So holistic health is an approach to life that considers multidimensional aspects of wellness. It encourages individuals to recognize the whole person, physical, mental, emotional, social, intellectual, and spiritual. What I'll do too is I'll put up this diagram that is uh, being shown for those different areas of a pie. So let's go to WebMD and break all this down. Also, I'll make sure I download uh, this video so you can all see that too. So holistic medicine practitioners believe that the whole person is made up of interdependent parts. And if one part is not working properly, all the other parts will be affected. In this way, if people have imbalances such as physical, emotional, or spiritual in their lives, it can neg neg negatively affect their overall health. A holistic doctor may use all forms of health care. Sorry if you hear my phone in the background. Let me know there's a message, but let's continue here. From conventional medication to alternative therapies to treat a patient. For example, when a person is suffering from migraine headaches, pays a visit to a holistic doctor instead of walking out slowly with medications, the doctor will likely take a look at all the potential factors that may be causing the person's headaches, such as other health problems, diet and sleep habits, stress and personal problems, and preferred spiritual practices. The treatment plan may involve drugs to relieve symptoms, but also lifestyle modifications to help prevent the headaches from reoccurring. So here are the principles of holistic medicine. Holistic medication or medicine is also based on the belief that unconditional love and support is the most powerful healer and a person is ultimately responsible for their own health and well-being. Other principles of holistic medicine include the following. All people have innate healing powers. The patient is a person, not a disease. Healing takes a team approach involving the patient and doctor and addresses all aspects of the person's life using a variety of healthcare practices. And finally, treatment involves fixing the cause of the condition, not just alleviating the symptoms. 
I don't know you guys, I'm starting to kind of like this a little bit. So let's go ahead and talk about the different types of treatments. Holistic practitioners use a variety of treatment techniques to help their patients take responsibility for their own well-being and achieve, up, and achieve optimal health. Depending on the practitioner's training, these may include patient education on lifestyle changes and self-care to promote wellness. This may include diet, exercise, psychotherapy, relationship and spiritual counseling, and more. Complementary and alternative therapies such as acupuncture, chiropractic care, homopathy, massage therapy, naturopathy, and others. And finally, Western medications and surgical procedures. So let's talk about where to find a holistic uh, provider. Holistic providers may include medical doctors, doctors of osteopathy, chiropractors, and homopathic doctors. To find a holistic practitioner in your area, visit the American Holistic Medical Association website. There, you can use an online provider search to find a practitioner near you. And here's some tips to keep in mind when choosing a holistic provider. Don't go to just anyone. As with all professionals, there are those who are good at their jobs and those who are not as good. Before choosing a holistic medicine doctor, get a recommendation from someone you trust or contact the credible health organization and ask for a recommendation. Do your homework. When selecting a holistic doctor, find out as much as you can about that person's training, experience, speciality, and association with professional organizations and hospital affiliations. Are they board certified? And also consider the doctor's treatment philosophy. Is it similar to your own views? Consider how comfortable you are with the provider. Do they make you feel at ease? Is there a provider respectful of your concerns and beliefs? Remember, holistic medicine takes a team approach involving you and the provider. So make sure you feel comfortable and respected that they are someone who, with whom you would like to work. Choose a provider who will spend enough time with you so that they can gain a full understanding of your needs. In order to understand you, you as a whole person and not just a disease, be prepared to answer lots of questions, including questions about your diet, exercise, sleep habits, how you feel emotionally, your religious beliefs and practices, close relationships and more. Here's some treatment options. With determining a treatment approach, does the wellness plan go beyond pills? Make sure the practitioner examines all lifestyles and factors, along with medical factors that could be contributing to your illness. So here I found some other uh, types of holistic treatments. Each holistic practitioner will have his or her own chosen path to wellness. But there are several example treatments common to holistic practices, which include acupuncture, 
Acupuncture uses needles to stimulate areas of the body to release energy or activate the nervous system to help ease chronic pain. Acupressure does the same thing, but instead of needles, it uses a small amount of pressure. Aromatherapy. Now this one for myself, I believe in. I've used orange uh, since maybe my second or third episode last year, and it to me it works. I like it. Um, there are other um, you know, flavors out there of aroma that you can purchase, and each of them have something that they work on in regards to your body. So the one I chose, which is orange, works the best. Now, some of those you need to be very careful because pets can get sick from just the smell, cats and dogs. So just be careful, okay? Another type of a treatment which is the one I just said, aromatherapy. Aromatherapy uses the sense of smell to help calm the body and soothe some ailments. For example, aromatherapy uh, therapy may use lavender oil patches to improve sleep in patients with insomnia or anxiety. So here's another one, and this is the practice in regards to using herbs, metals, dietary changes to address health issues. This practice also focuses on how people and their environments are closely connected. And I'm not sure if I'm going to say this right, but it's A-Y-U-R Vedic, V-E-D-I-C. The next one is chiropractic care. Chiropractic care uses gentle manipulation of the spine and neck to improve the body's function by improving the function of the nervous system. This can help support the treatment of physical and muscular pain, headaches, or even illness. Myself, I've always told myself that I will never, ever have any type of chiropractic care done on me. I just feel like, you know, it depends on the doctor and, and the style he uses, but I've seen some practices on uh, YouTube, and it's just crazy what these guys do and how they yank your body around. I just feel like it's going to do more damage than anything else. All right, here's the next one. Uh, Natropathy. It's like naturopathy. Naturopathy uses natural treatments, including herbs and dietary supplements, to support overall health. A naturopathic practitioner may also encourage exercise and dietary, dietary changes to help patients feel better. Massage therapy. Loosening tight muscles and tissues with massage therapy can support overall health and wellness. Many holistic practitioners will use massage in their treatments. Next one is nutrition counselors. Wellness covers the whole body and that includes proper nutrition. Nutrition counsel counseling helps patients take care of their own health by eating well to support the work holistic practitioners are putting in. Next one is mental health counseling. Because holistic medication takes a mind, body, spirit approach to healing, it often involves mental health therapy. When a person is engaged to manage stress and deal with mental health needs in a healthy manner, they are better equipped to heal. Next one's gonna be osteopathy. Osteopathy is similar to chiropractic care, but involves more 
than the spine. It covers the whole body. And finally, is yoga. Yoga is more than just a form of exercise. It helps with the mind-body connection and creates calmness in the spirit. This supports the holistic view of overall wellness. We already pretty much know what the pros of, uh, or the benefits of having holistic medication or medicine for yourself. Let's talk about the cons right here, and there's only three. One of them is lack of insurance coverage. Some types of holistic medicine are not covered by some insurance companies, leaving patients to cover the cost on their own. And the other one is requires involved patients. Holistic medicine works when patients and their doctors work as a team. If the patient is unwilling to make the necessary changes, the therapies won't work. We got a few more minutes. Let me touch base on one thing here. Uh, holistic versus conventional medication or medicine. If you visit a traditional doctor with an ailment or concern, the doctor will provide medical solutions to take care of your symptoms. These might include procedures or medications, and if possible, the solutions will eradicate the disease and the germs that cause it. A holistic practitioner will dig, will dig deeper to find the cause of the disease or symptoms. They will then use multiple types of therapies often in conjunction with traditional medical practices to treat not only the symptoms, but also their cause. In addition to prescription medication, they might encourage lifestyle changes and dietary changes that would help prevent the issue from returning. I don't, you know, man, I kind of like that a little bit. I don't know if it'd be something for me, but, you know, if they can help, you know, like I said, throughout all my um, podcasts is just if they could give me something that would just give me a little bit of relief. I know it's not going to ever be 100%, but I could really use anything they could give me. So there was one thing that I forgot to say at the very beginning of this podcast was um, with my issues of the torn uh, ligaments. Now I have to wait until the surgical doctor calls me. And then we'll discuss, you know, what could be done to fix the issue, if anything. You know, if it's a case of my age, I'm not sure if I'll even try to do anything. You know, this is probably from my old football injuries that I had when I uh, tore the ligaments in my in my uh, leg. And I did it in junior high playing football, and I did it in high school playing football, so... That could be part of it. I don't know. I'll, when I talk to the doctor, though, I will let all of you know. Okay? Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Don't forget my blog. You can go over there and check out some of the things I have. Eventually, I'd like to start selling some things on that um, blog site, you know, that has the logo of mine that I use for the podcast and the and blog. Well, again, thank you very much, and I'll see you next Monday. As we come to a close, it's my hope this podcast and other sources, such as product reviews that I have discussed today, can better our lives and give us some relief dealing with neuropathy. This episode plus others are posted every Monday on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. 
And finally, whatever life throws at you, even if it hurts you, just be strong and fight through it. Remember, strong walls shake, but never collapse. Talk to you next Monday.